When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. It's time to get inside the Giants home. Let's go, let's go, let's go. On Giants.com. I like it, I like it, I like it. And the Giants mobile app. Give me some juice. Part of the Giants podcast network. Let's roll. All right, we're here for another edition of the Giants Little Podcast brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the New York football Giants. On the field, day three of practice here at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Joined by a friend of the program from ESPN, one of their fantastic draft analysts, Jordan Reed. Jordan, how's your week been so far, man? It's been good. You know, this is like Christmas for us draft analysts, just being around the players on the field at the Senior Bowl. This is one of my favorite events of the year. Especially when you get 60 degrees and sunny every yeah. day too, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's been the best. I've been down here. This is my fourth year now, and this is the best weather we've ever had. Absolutely, 100%. We, we just got done with the first practice on Thursday. Let's talk national team first. Who are some of the guys over the course of this week? Or maybe we'll start with the best position group, you think, from the national team. I think the offensive line has played really well. Talese Fawaga of Oregon State offensive tackle. I think he's been one of the most consistent players of the bunch here. Jackson Powers Johnson, the center from Oregon. I think he's been one of the biggest standouts of the event, not just in general, just the national team, but um, overall, I think he's been one of the best players. And I think uh, Kingsley Suomata has had some good reps yeah. too out there at tackle, right? Yeah. yeah, he's done a good job. and He's played some guard and tackle, yeah. which is what a lot of people wanted to see. Uh, that was a big question mark about him. Did he have the athleticism to hold up at tackle? But he's shown that he he, he belongs at tackle. Yeah, right side, left side, too. He's been yeah. a left tackle and right tackle, too. Your thoughts on Roger Rosengarten, who I'm, we're looking at right now out there on the field. He's, he's done a little left. He played a lot of right. I know he had a rough college football playoff experience, yeah. but yeah. I think he's had a pretty good week to this week. And, you know, that's the great thing about coming out here at the Senior Bowl, just because a lot of people get so fixated on the last time that we saw right. a prospect. So we're thinking, oh, man, he didn't play well against Michigan. But I thought he's came out here and he's competed his tail off. He's really stood out in the one-on-ones the first two days of practice. Um, he's competed his butt off. He's shown some flexibility to play right and left tackle even play some guard from what I saw some one-on-ones the other day too so um, it was big for him just because once again we have that lasting image of him playing against Michigan and some of the bad reps that we saw so he came out kind of reshaped that image and I thought he helped himself a lot who are some of the pass rushers that you thought gave this national group of offensive linemen? Like you mentioned, I think they've been great, the most trouble in some of those one-on-ones. Well, I mean, Liatu Latu. He was the one that everybody wanted to see at this event. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to practice today. Um, but he was one I definitely had my eye on. Just because whenever you come to an event like this, you want projected first-round picks to look as such. And you want them to stand out. And it shouldn't did. take us very long <laughs> to see which ones that are projected to be first-round picks. So he's one that stood out. But an underrated one that had a lot of buzz coming into the event was Austin Booker of Kansas. Um, very inexperienced, only played just over 400 snaps last season, transferred from Minnesota to Kansas. It was a huge surprise that he actually declared as a rest, as a rest or sophomore, excuse me, but he's done a really good job. 
How about Hall, the defensive tackle from Ohio State? Because I think a lot of people, including me, I think, were a little surprised he came out, especially considering like a dozen other Ohio State players that, that would have got drafted higher than him decide to go back, right? You know, he's a little undersized, but in terms of like explosion off the snap and everything, he, he really looks just from the watching him play, looks like one of the most athletic defensive linemen here. Yeah, I mean he's one of the most explosive and he's one of the most explosive, excuse me, but the one on one session he really stood out yesterday. And then he had a really good first day as well. But you're talking about the hand power that he has, the explosion, the first step burst, and then the closing speed. He's been able to show it all and you hit the nail on the head as far as he's a little bit undersized, but if you're looking for that three technique that could eventually yeah. turn into a starter in like the second and third round, I definitely feel as if he could be one of those guys. And there'll be another guy on the American team that's very similar to that we'll talk to in uh, Braden Fisk from, from yeah. Florida State. Yeah. Want to finish the national team, though, first, too. We just had Devontae Walker almost run into us here, yeah. running right yeah. with Michael Penix. Yeah. He's gotten open a lot. He just yeah. hasn't caught the ball as consistently as I'm sure he would have liked. He's a blur. I mean, he's very, very consistent as far as if you run him straight down the field, there is few cornerbacks that can match his speed. So the biggest worry is just the hand consistency. And we've seen it throughout the week. Like, the flash plays are great, but we're still waiting on him to just put it all together. But you have to remember remember he bounced around a little bit started at North Carolina Central then went to Kent State and then had a breakout season at Carolina but um, missed half of the season just because of the NCAA things that were going on but you saw the flashes the Miami game was great he had three touchdowns in that one so you just want him to put it all together but if you're looking for that down the field threat I think Walker can be a starter good size almost 6'2 also so he can do a little bit of everything and then Roman Wilson he was one of the guys that that kind of bailed after two days frankly can't blame him given how good he was the first two right yeah I mean he put on the show out here and there wasn't anything that he didn't do to help himself but the great thing about that is that Michigan's offense is very run heavy so he's now out of that offense and it's kind of like oh I didn't know you could do that right (laughs) just because he wasn't that run heavy offense but that's the great thing about the senior bowl you get to see guys outside of the scheme that they're in throughout the year and I thought he took advantage of that opportunity you love turf you're good at it so you start a turf biz business grows your savings grow Become the most celebrated name in turf. Are you ready for all that life brings? What do you think of Malachi Corley? You know, I talked to him yesterday and just standing next to him up close. He's built like every running back I've seen play for the Giants. Like he looks like a running back. I know he was very anxious when I talked to him to show off his route running. Do you think he showed enough in that regard to maybe give evaluators more confidence he's more than just a gadget receiver? Well, I wish I had a penny for every time a scout compared him to Debo Samuel. I'd be a very rich man (laughs) right now. But that was the big thing about him is how could he transition to actually running routes just because at Western Kentucky, they really didn't allow him to expand on some of the branches on his route tree. Screen king. Screens, shallow crosses, and occasional double move down the field. Right. So what exactly could he do as far as a route perspective? That's what we had to figure out. But he is a little bit raw, uh, which makes sense why they did uh, kind of condense his playbook as far as what they wanted him to run, just because that's what he did best. And it worked for them. So why would I force him to do some other things that he's not comfortable with. But you saw some of the route running ability. He's just a little bit raw right now. And then Pearsall from Florida, he's someone Jordan I wasn't familiar with until I came here. Boy, that dude gets open. He does. That's all he does. I mean, it's the same thing that he did at Florida last year. Transferred from Arizona State and then came over to Florida. Had a breakout year last year. Had the catch of the year, in my opinion, against Florida. Down the seam, he has the one-hander. So he definitely has the hands that you love to see. The route running ability. I think he's a natural route runner, too. 
One guy I wanted to talk to you from the offensive line group that we didn't, it was Jordan Morgan out of Arizona. Yeah. Now, I'm sure I talked to him, too. He was like, I can't believe they didn't give me that eighth of an inch on the arms to get me the 33. He was a 32 and 7 eighths, which I know a lot of people say, oh, well, he's going to play guard. Well, talking to him, he's like, no, 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 I'm a tackle. He didn't even want to play guard out here today to put that idea into front office's heads. Your thoughts on how he's played and where he will wind up eventually when he gets drafted? He's been good. Um, I have him as a tackle, and I always feel as if, if there's any question about a guy playing guard or tackle, tackle let him show you that he can't play tackle first just because tackles are so valuable and when you're talking about a guy like Jordan Morgan he's been so consistent and you have to think he's played in versus some of the best edge rushers he went against Liatu Latu he went against Braylon Trice some of these early name guys that we're going to hear at defensive end so he's very battle tested and I think he has what it takes to hold up at tackle all right, let's jump one more guy here on the national team, and then we'll do the quarterbacks as a big group. Quinio Mitchell, um, yeah. I think obviously the best cornerback here. I did not see him out here today. I'm guessing he's one of the guys that that, yeah. that kind of went home yeah. as he, I think, cemented himself as a first-round pick. You know, didn't play press a lot at Toledo, but he was obviously able to do that out here this yeah. week, and I think he did a hell of a job. He did. So he was out here today, but he didn't do anything. Mm. Um, competitive, very, very competitive player. Um, the big question about those nine – power five prospects is you want them to show that they belong and he showed that he belonged right away i thought he was the best player here by far not just defensive player but best overall player at the entire event you saw the ball skills you saw the fluidity the athleticism measured at six foot 195 pounds so he checked that box as well yeah i thought him and jackson powers johnson were the two most consistent guys here all right let's jump over to the american team that group what position group stood out to you um the secondary stood out to me yesterday they had a really good day and then the edge rushers on that side of the ball. I think they have a lot of size on that side of the ball. So the defensive ends and then specifically the secondary, they stood out to me the most. Who of the uh, secondary guys that you think played the best? Uh, Jarvis Brownlee from Louisville. He had a really good day yesterday. Javon Bullard from Georgia. I think he's been a really good standout too. Andrew Phillips from Kentucky is another that's really stood out too. Do you see Bullard as more of a safety or as more of a slot corner? Or both? All of the above. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> All of the above. That's the great thing about him. He has a little bit of Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to him a little bit. He could play slot. Yeah. He could play some strong safeties. a really good tackler. And then he has that infectious energy that you love to see, too. A couple passers I want to get with you on real quick here. Braden Fisk, you mentioned earlier, another one of those underside threes yep. techniques. But, boy, he gets out of his stance quick. He does. And, I mean, he's a guy that took advantage of the transfer portal. He was at Western Michigan for a while, yep. and then he transferred to Florida State. I actually was there for the ACC championship game against Louisville of where he just played out of his mind. One of those dudes that's just going to give you all-out effort every single snap. He's going to play as hard as he's very good as far as with his hands. Excuse me. <clears throat> very good with his hands, really good closing speed, and then the power that he plays with too. You know, Chris Braswell, I think, is interesting. I expect him to try to use his speed around the edge a little more here yeah. this week, yeah. but he keeps trying to bull rush guys. I don't know if that's something he's trying to show scouts. Yeah. Your thoughts on what you've seen from Braswell? Yeah, he hasn't really stood out as much as I hoped or as much as I thought he would just because of the pass rush prowess that he showed at yeah. Alabama. And, I mean, anytime you play across Dallas Turner, you're going to get a lot of attention. Um, but with Braswell, it, it just seems like he's trying to put things together as opposed to just letting it all out. So I thought he would stand out a little bit more, but the tape is really good with him. Last one, defensive tackle on the defensive line, uh, Tavondre Sweat. I thought the first day was very quiet for him, and then the last two, I feel like he's like, I don't know, I'm bigger than you. I'm just going to move you from point A to point B, and you can't stop me. He's one of those dudes that's just a wide load. It's like that two, that wide load scene coming down the highway, the lane <laughs> of the highway. Just just a wide load, six foot five, 
three. Well, he didn't weigh in, but he's listed at 362 pounds. Um, but he was just bull rushing guys everywhere. One of those dudes that's just plug and play. You can put him at zero nose. Just allow him to two gap, and nobody's gonna run against you. I'll have to weigh in at the combine. We'll see where he weighs in in about a month. He won't be able to avoid that. You're ready for a change. Payday comes early with citizens. So go to that retreat. New you moves to the country. Now you're raising goats and launching a lifestyle brand. Are you ready for all that life brings? Do you want a chance to win $10,000 for your small business? Enter to win a Citizen Small Business Community Champion Award by sharing how your company makes a positive impact on your community. Enter at citizensbank.com forward slash business dash champion. Citizens, the official bank of the New York Giants. Two offensive tackles on the subject you want, Tyler Guyton, Patrick Paul. Uh, what do you think of those two guys? I thought Guyton kind of went out of his way to show he was a little bit chippy this week, always a little shove after every yeah. every rep. Yeah, I mean, that's what you want to see out of offensive linemen just because that physicality is something that you can't really coach into offensive linemen. It's something that's just naturally God-given to you. So I thought he had a good week for the most part. He actually played some left tackle yesterday, which is something that he hadn't showed at Oklahoma. Um, not on this year's tape, I should say. He played predominantly right tackle for the most part, but just showing that he has that flexibility, that flexibility. And if he can play left tackle, that's a game changer. How about Patrick Paul? Yeah, he, he's another one that's more of a developmental project. Um, I agree. Just needs to get better with his hands. He has a little bit of a thin lower half too, so needs to gain some weight. But we see those guys go in the second round all the time, and I compared them to guys like Brian O'Neill, Sam Cosme, that type of a career trajectory of where. He potentially could play tackle. He could potentially play guard, but there is going to be he's going to have to be coached up. That's the big thing with Paul. He's kind of built like an NBA small forward. Yes. He needs to yes. upgrade the power forward yep. to, to be yep. consistent at tackle. I'm with you on that. Two wide receivers, Lad McConkey, Xavier Leggett. I know there were two of the higher ranked yep. guys coming in here. McConkey, I thought, showed his route running. Yep. Leggett, I thought I would see a little bit more separation on some of the deep yep. stuff. Your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. Um, he had a really rough first day, but the second day I thought he was much better. And we'll see how he does during this third day. I think this is a big day for him. A very, very strong uh well-built player, 6'1", 223 pounds is what he weighed in at. So contested catches he's able to make, and he plays through contact really well. And then Lab McConkey, I think he's the best route runner here. Um, you don't really understand how good of a route runner he is until you see it up close. And I compared it to a cat chasing a laser pointer. That's what the defensive backs look like trying to keep up with him. I like that. That's a good one. We didn't talk about any running backs, tight ends, or linebackers. I think it's tough in practice situations yeah. to really judge those positions, to be yeah. honest with you, yeah. if you're not playing full contact. Yeah. But anyone from those three groups on either team jump out at you. Uh, Marshawn Lloyd from USC. I thought he had a really good day today. He can, he's quick, man. Yeah, he's very quick. He had a really good run today in the uh, red zone situation that caught some oohs and ahs from the crowd. So he's one that I really like. Dylan Lauby uh, from New Hampshire is one that's continued to stand out, kind of like a Danny Woodhead type of player. You can put him at receiver. You can use him in the backfield. And then also he returns kicks and punts too. All right, quarterbacks. I thought Bo Nix probably had his best day today yeah. in the red zone especially. Yeah. But for me, I don't think any of the quarterbacks really jumped out of me most of the week. And I think it's tough, though. It's not their fault. They're learning an offense. They don't know the receivers. Your thoughts on what you've seen from the quarterbacks? Yeah, and, you know, I talked to this with some scouts on the sideline while we're watching practice. This may be the first time that they actually called a play in the huddle. So you have Good to point. look for little things like that. And there's so much of a different process with these players, specifically with quarterbacks. And there's so much more you have to think about. You're learning a playbook. And then, oh, yeah, I'm throwing to 15 guys I've never seen in my life before or met in person before. So there's so many different adjustments that they have to get used to. But quarterback is really tough playing in all-star games just because there's so many different things you have to think about. Jordan, besides ESPN.com, where can everybody find all your fantastic work? Uh, you can find me on X at Jordan underscore Reed. That's J-O-R-D-A-N underscore R-E-I-D. And then also posting stuff on ESPN Plus all the time. 
Jordan's the best, folks. We've been with him pre-SPN. He's been with us for a long time. Appreciate you joining us, man. Enjoy the rest of your week. No problem. Thanks as always. Jordan Reed on the Giants Little Podcast brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the Giants. I'm on a plane tomorrow. I'm coming home. My wife's thrilled, or at least I hope she is. We'll see you then, everybody. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.